This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. A helicopter crashed near Kiev, Ukraine this morning. The dead include that country's interior minister, and this, of course, in the middle of a war. NPR's Lauren McGaughy has been to the crash site and is on the line. Hi there, Lauren. Hi, Steve. What happened? Yeah, so Ukraine's interior minister and several of his colleagues were on board a helicopter on their way to one of the conflict areas here in the country. Um, So they took off, and around 8 a.m., the helicopter crashed um, into a suburb of Kiev onto a kindergarten. People who I've talked to who are on the scene stress that it was a really foggy morning. Um, they don't know if that played into it. Um, but there's a lot of conflicting figures now from different government officials as to how many people on the ground were killed, um, including how many children from the nursery. Um, and we know that many are in the hospital, but we've heard different reports of, of how many. Hmm. What did you see when you got there? Um, Yeah, so we arrived a little while after the crash, but you could still smell the smoke in the air. Um, Local people were dropping off stuffed animals and carnations. Um, Everyone in the area was kind of teary-eyed. It happened in a really quiet residential area, a suburb called Brovery, uh, where there's a lot of tall apartment buildings. It's clearly an area where a lot of families live. Colorful playgrounds kind of dot the the landscape. Um, And the kindergarten's a really small two-story building, um, and half of it is just totally destroyed. Um, witnesses I spoke to say that when the helicopter hit the building, a huge fire broke out. The flames were reaching as high as the 12-story buildings around it. Um, and so standing there was Nina Latoon, who was with her two grandchildren. They were watching as crews were working to put out the fire and, and take care of the rubble at the school. Um, her grandson, Vova, is five, and he actually attends that school. So she says he was sick yesterday, and so today they decided to keep him home with her. And if he wasn't sick, he would have been at the school. Her grandkids, who all live near her, lived under Russian occupation elsewhere in the country. And she says this morning's explosion has really unsettled them. Yeah, and so she started crying there and and saying that she just feels great sorrow because she's heard from her friends that, you know, children died there. The the timeline becomes of intense interest here. You said this was about 8 o'clock in the morning. Is it your understanding that there would, in fact, have been students in the building at that particular hour? Yeah, that's what officials have said. And and while they've gone back and forth on the numbers of how many children have died, um, there are many, many who have been hospitalized. Who was the interior minister who was on board that helicopter? Yeah, so he's Denise Monasteri. He um, was the interior minister. He oversaw Ukraine's law enforcement, the police force, National Guard, state emergency services, pretty big stuff for, for a country at war. Uh, he was a lawyer. Uh, he spent his life working in government. He was a parliamentarian before he took the role of minister of the interior in 2021. Um, at the time, he told reporters it was the most difficult decision in his life, and he highlighted all the sacrifices he made to take on such a role. Um, I should note he was 42 years old, and he leaves behind a wife and two sons. And in the interim, the head of the police um, will step into this role. I guess we should underline one more thing. In the United States, the Secretary of the Interior has, things, has authority over things like public lands. But in most countries, I presume in Ukraine, the Interior Minister is someone who oversees security services, services that would be vital in times of war. 
Yeah, that's right, including customs and border and, and, and things like that. NPR's Lauren McGonkey in Kiev. Thanks so much. Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.